This is um, not real right now. She's a girl that's named Honor. She's a girl that's named Honor. Oh my god. It said pregnant Harlow. Oh my god. Oh my god. It said pregnant. I never thought a pregnancy test could expose the deepest levels of my battle with unbelief. This doesn't seem real. But we're going to the store to get a different brand, a totally different brand to see what it says. This is incredibly unexpected. If we go get this test and then it's not, it's like, I would be disappointed. Well, we about to find out. One, two, one, two. Oh, it says I'm not pregnant. You didn't even know the lay. It's real, Kenzie. It's two lines. I think she's pregnant. Whoa. I think she's pregnant. There's a baby in your breast. I made the soonest OBGYN appointment I could. We get there, and she confirms the pregnancy, but then she says I have a subchorionic hematoma, which is basically a, a clot of blood behind the baby. And that freaked me out because I've never heard that before. I had three other children and those pregnancies were totally healthy and totally fine. For me, you know, I just had hope that it wasn't going to be anything significant. It wasn't going to stop, you know, the birth or anything. I went on with my pregnancy, like full blown symptoms, nausea, sleeping, like as much as I could, fatigue, Everything was fine. It was, everything was normal. I'm not bleeding, I'm not cramping. My symptoms are full blown. This is gonna pass. I didn't really feel as comfortable with that OBGYN. So I decided to go to a birthing center and they had midwives there. And that was what I was more familiar with because our three other children were delivered with a midwife. I talked to the provider and she's like, okay, subchorionic hematoma, they're pretty common. This is not something that's like a huge problem, about 2% in the miscarriage. And that relieves me because the other doctor didn't really have that same outlook. Sometimes they cause miscarriage, sometimes they don't. You just kind of don't know. This doctor gave me the background, a little bit of the science, what it really was. The ultrasound tech there basically was saying, you know, it could have been... Um, blood left over from your cycle like maybe you can see right after your cycle so these things kind of made sense to me and so I was at ease I was at peace this is not as uncommon as I thought it was even though it was uncommon in my birth experiences with my other three children and they do an ultrasound and there's a heartbeat and I'm talking about a strong heartbeat like a strong one like I'm here mom I'm good it's gonna be fine the baby's heart. Thank oh my you. goodness. Thank you. Oh, look. It's so tiny. Really hard. And it's not mm -hmm. even like a great heartbeat. It's a proper good heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a healthy I know, heartbeat. Right? right I can't believe it. 148, she said. To me, the heartbeat represented hope. That was It was the answered prayer. Like, it was confirmation. By the next appointment, the heartbeat was gone. basically said that I should expect to bleed and cramp. Just as simple as that. That was a 
lot for me. I didn't understand how we got a heartbeat and everything was fine and then it wasn't. Trauma in childhood is so common. We often don't realize it's the very thing destroying who we are as adults. To move past it, we have to go back to where it began. It came to pass, book one, in the beginning. Available summer 2019. Visit itcametopass.com for more information. The pain was coming out of my chest and I just remember questioning God. I had already been dealing with doubt that I hadn't really disclosed to people. The part of Yeshua, like that part. And, and wondering like if by your stripes we are healed, why is my daughter who has this kidney issue not healed? Family that had traumatized us. If you're stronger, you're more powerful. Why does it look like they got away with that? They lied on us. They defamed our name. They smeared our character. How are they seemingly doing good? And my daughter isn't healed. And now a miscarriage? Like that was just to me like, Okay, I know God is real, the Holy Spirit is close to me, but that Yeshua part, what you represent is not what I really see in the fullness of my life. Yes, I have happy times. Yes, I have things that have been good. My life is not all bad, but this is heavy. And so that car ride home from that doctor's appointment was hard. prepared for bed that night, it was like God had put a desire in my heart, in our hearts, to believe for the resurrection of that child. It was then that Yeshua made sense again. This is who Yeshua is, this is what he's for. He represents resurrection of life. Without that, there is no resurrection. That's when my faith shifted. And I started to see again, oh, this is why you matter in the Trinity. It's been rocky, it's been a lot of unsurety, and us just having faith in the midst of it, believing. Like, hey, it's a baby there. We're just gonna believe this thing is gonna work out. I went to bed last night and it was very hard for me to like get good rest. And then that led me to looking at people who've had miscarriages. And then that led me to looking at misdiagnosed miscarriages. And then I came across videos of people on YouTube who were saying that they told them there was no heartbeat, they told them there was no nothing in the sack and they encouraged them to get the dnc and they almost killed their baby only to find out that late two three weeks later they did another ultrasound and the baby was alive we also saw i'll show my husband the story of this couple on the 700 club 
cool. Um, they said it was more heartbeat. They did three ultrasounds. Each ultrasound, they were like, the baby is shrinking, which is like a sign that it's not progressing and there's no heartbeat. And they didn't, you know, they just didn't feel right. They didn't believe it. They waited and then the third, ultra, fourth ultrasound, there was a heartbeat and then they have a three-year-old. You go deal with the shock of not, of being told like, oh, there's no heartbeat to then, what if they got it wrong? So that's where we are now. Um, all that happened yesterday. Um, it's like two o'clock and I'm just, I didn't plan on even getting out of bed, but I got up and my husband took me out to just get outside and stuff like that. The rest of my family's faith was rock solid from what I could tell. But for me, it was rock solid for about 24 hours after that. And I was like, I gotta go to the ER. I just have to get a second opinion. I'm reading all of these stories and people are getting second and third and fourth opinions. And by that fourth opinion, there's life. I just need a second opinion so I can see where I am on the timetable compared to everybody else that God has delivered we go to the to the emergency room because i just couldn't take it I, it hadn't even been 24 hours but i got up got dressed and we were out and they said the same thing that there is no life there is no heartbeat that i was never going to meet this child that i had planned on holding this summer i was like okay it didn't hurt as much that time because i'm like that's the point of Yeshua, right? Resurrection. So I shouldn't worry because God is putting this desire in my heart. I believe that I should pray for the restoration of life and resurrection of my child. I'm not that optimistic. I'm a realist more than I'm an optimist. So that was like a desire from God. You tell me a baby is dead. I see two ultrasounds and they're confirming that there's no heartbeat. The realest in me is like it's time to accept it and start the grieving process. That is why I believe that God put the desire in my heart and in, in, in the heart of those in my family because there's, there's no, it's crazy to think God's gonna bring this baby back to life who's dead in your womb. Like who, who thinks that? Who, who really believes that? Especially for where I was in my faith at that time. But for it all to make sense that this is what Yeshua was for, I'm like, no, okay, I got a second opinion, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe that God is gonna restore my baby because that is the point of Yeshua. I was like, can I see the baby? And she was like, yeah. So she turned it around. She turned the audio thing off though. And the baby was just laying there. Like it was relaxing. It was more like lifeless. So I just was staring at my baby and I was just like, it's just, that just hurt. Wasn't what I wanted, but it put my mind at ease as far as a misdiagnosis. I was like, okay, this is not a misdiagnosis. It just puts us in a place where we really have to lean on our faith. We really have to trust God's word and utilize God's word, speaking that over um, the baby and believing that the, if, if the baby's not alive, that the baby will be resurrected to life, brought back to life. Even though they're saying there's no life in my womb and the baby is dead, it's and that's hard because I'm walking around carrying that inside of me. 
I'm just believing if that family can have things turn around with no heartbeat for three whole weeks, baby not growing and then growing and being normal and healthy, their three-year-old was perfectly fine. Why can't, like, why can't that be my story? Yes, there's no life. Yes, there's no heartbeat. But God is the life giver. We were not planning to have this baby. Every time we tried for a year, we never got pregnant and I never had a problem before. We were going on with our lives, had decided we weren't, and then I was pregnant. So if we're, I'm like, God gave us this baby. Why would he take it away? The days turned into weeks and it wasn't crazy anymore. It became real. Every night we prayed, whether it was together or by myself, like fervent prayer and it was no longer too big for God to do. It became like, this is nothing for you to do, God. You can do this. You are the creator of life. You're not gonna give me this baby and take it back. What sense does that make? You have restored not only the life of my child, but you've restored my faith. And that was the purpose of this baby. And it all made sense. So it was it, nothing about believing that God could bring my child back from the dead in my womb was crazy anymore. Let's connect. Follow me on Instagram at Zara Hairston. One of the couples who didn't get a heartbeat for three weeks was on TV and I like searched the internet for their names and I actually got in contact with the wife and she was like, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna pray with you. We're gonna stand in agreement and prayer with you. She told me, you know, just be careful about sharing with other people what you're believing for because everybody doesn't have the faith to believe for something like that. And so I didn't, like no one knew. Even at work, I was walking around and my belly was showing and I was still behaving as though I was pregnant despite what the doctors had said. And I wasn't sharing. Yes, they said my baby's dead, but I'm believing God is gonna resurrect my child. For weeks, I walked around like that. We were just, really believe in God. Even my five-year-old was like serious about praying for the baby. There's a prayer that I found and I would play that prayer. It was like 22 minutes long. And my son, my five-year-old would stay up with me at night while my husband's at work and stand in the gap and put his hand on my belly and pray that 20 minute prayer. And he would say his own little prayer for the baby. Help baby animal to grow and I really want to stay alive. I really want him to be alive and I really want to, to live. I really want to live. I want another person. Family, please, God, I will have a heartbeat. Please, God, I will have a heartbeat. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we were just putting everything into God answering this and just knowing that if he just would hear our cries and our, and our pleas, like that he would 
he would do it. We just, we just, we just knew that. And our faith was working. It just seemed like it had to be because there were too many coincidences that were occurring. It's too many to even list, but one of them was me being at work three times declining this, this training because I just didn't have time to go to it. This optional training, I end up going and this woman talks about how she, her and her daughter were shot by her husband in this domestic violence dispute. And they told the baby, she said the doctor said, you know, regarding your baby, they're gonna have just this week to live. So, you know, spend as much time as you can because this is it. The next week, the baby was still alive. The doctor says, mm, you know, it's a little bit longer, but sometimes, you know, our calculations can be off, but you know, expect the baby to die definitely this week. Week two goes by and, and all these weeks go on and then finally the, the diagnosis changes to this baby is going to live and you have a miracle because this child was supposed to die. I wasn't supposed to go to that training. And I went and the, the lady that was in the video ends up being in the room. To me, that was like God was showing me you're going to get a miracle just like I can bless her life and give her her child back your child is going to come back to you too. There's just so many things, so many coincidences, and the God that I know doesn't play with our hearts. So I knew that this was God's way of showing me that he was hearing my prayers. I just knew it. I just, I knew it. These things weren't just accidents. They weren't even just coincidences. They were like divine coincidences confirming that God was going to do what we have been trusting him to do. I have a little bit of a bump. What? That's a lot of bump. That's a bump. That's you think these prayers are working? We have been in serious prayer. We're not accepting the death of the baby. We go to the doctor on Friday Two days. to get confirmation of what we've been praying for. That's right. But I mean, it's a bump there. Yeah, my belly, my belly getting bigger. It's like it's a bump there. I don't know if y'all see that. It's a bump there. Oh. More than a bump. Dead babies don't grow. We go to the appointment. This is the day. This is the big day. After weeks of walking around with what they said was no life in my belly, praying, trusting God. We're going to go in here and they're going to confirm, whoa, your baby is alive. How the heck? And he's like, yeah, the baby's still like the same as weeks ago. I didn't understand that. I'm like, God, 
you were you you used this to restore my faith you you showed me the point of Yeshua which is this resurrection power you showed me that again and the baby's just the same as before we prayed and believed like how is it the same? No change. Not no single change. All those weeks, nothing. Everything was the same and the baby was still dead. I that didn't that that felt cruel. And I remember someone telling me, Don't say that about God, but don't tell me what to feel unless you've been through what I've been through. Did you carry a baby for weeks and believe and trust God? And go to an appointment knowing they were going to confirm life. And it wasn't. I'm not saying that God is cruel. I'm saying it felt like that was cruel of God to allow. Because that is what it felt like. That didn't make sense. It was a blow. It was, I was initially shocked. I mean, I didn't expect to get that news. How could this happen? Because we were all praying. We were all praying. I felt sad and didn't want the baby to die. I felt like really sad and depressed. So we had a decision to make, a decision that they have been saying we needed to make just weeks before. I felt like I had wasted my time because I'm like, what's the point in you giving me all these divine coincidences to believe in the resurrection power of Yeshua again to restore that part of my faith and then there's no resurrection in the life of my child. What was the point of all of this? I opted to get medicine to induce like a mild form of labor as opposed to surgery. I didn't want anything invasive. I didn't want that. So I basically had like mild contractions at home and was bleeding for hours and passing clots and was like in my heart crying out to God, like, why are you doing this to me? Like, why? Why am I getting up every 30 minutes to push out pieces of my child? We weren't even trying to get pregnant and we were and you give us the baby to take it back. Makes no sense. And I'm crying out to God for an answer. All these weeks, God was talking to me just all day long. All these divine coincidences. And then while I'm passing the baby, it was like God was not speaking anymore. I just wanted to be done with this walk because forget about the pain of the miscarriage but now with me passing this baby out of my body now you decide to stop talking I felt forsaken I felt left alone I felt like there's this trick being played on me. 
and it was a lonely cold dark place and then God gave me Philippians 4 7 and I was like okay I guess that's my answer I know it sounds upside down and it doesn't make sense and it does seem cruel if we're just honest and real I know some people don't like to be honest but God already knows how you feel and what your heart is so I just keep it real it felt cruel I didn't experience the resurrection power in my womb that you have reminded me of to restore my faith so we didn't get the miracle of my baby still being alive. But we, I did experience the miracle of restoration of that part of my faith, which was Yeshua. And ironically, Yeshua, who is resurrection, is not what I experienced. But somehow through my baby, God restored my faith even though I lost that child. Because of that restoration in that part of my faith, I will be able to see my baby in heaven, I guess. If that never happened, maybe I wouldn't meet that child in heaven. Maybe I wouldn't be there to go. Cause maybe I would have turned away and didn't believe. But because, because of this, I will be in heaven one day and I will get to see my child so because of that happening I'm gonna be able to see my child one day and I don't know if that's the reason why you know no one knows no one can say they know so many people think they're prophets and this and that and they're religious and God just is doing you don't know why God did what he did and allowed in my life through the loss of this child you don't know but God knows. And for now, I just have to be okay with that peace that surpasses all of the questions that I have. 